Hi guys, uh, before we start the episode, I just wanted to let you guys know that we are accepting your nominations for our inaugural Arbitrary Awards. Um, you can hit us up multiple ways to let us know who you would like to win an Arby. Um, all of our categories are posted on social media, so, you know, just find us at kpop underscore critical underscore on Instagram and Twitter, and you can find the categories that way, um, or listen to the episode before this to hear all the categories. Um, you could DM us, you could post your own sort of post about your nominations, and then just tag us on social media, or you can call us and leave us a voicemail at 516-847-5836. Again, 516-847-5836. There's not really a time limit on this. Um, I have no idea if we're recording the episode this week, next week, the week after. Um, All I know is that we will likely be posting this uh, right before the year ends. So it's about that time. Um, But yeah, go ahead, hit us up. Um, I'm really liking the the Google voice option. So feel free to call us. We can definitely hear you. We've already gotten messages. So um, super exciting stuff. But once again, if you want to call us, uh, find us at 516-847-5836. Or you can just find us on social media um, at kpop underscore critical underscore. Without further ado, the second half of our EXO, The Exploration. Like there's a plan. There's some sort of um, <laughs> exactly. searching for a remedy somewhere. <laughs> uh, you're good though. You can hear me. Yeah, I can hear you. I just want to make sure. Me. Me. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, we're good. All right. <laughs> so, where did we leave off? We stopped talking after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We finished talking about that one. We finished talking about yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yep. so. I'm pretty sure we did. Uh, yeah. No, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um... <laughs> okay, so um, I mean, what, how should we, how should we start off? I mean, like, you know, I mean, I just, once again, like I showed you, yeah, yeah, yeah to my other friend today and he was mm-hmm. like, damn, and I was like, exactly, <laughs> exactly. It's just such a good song. Like it's genuinely so good. Yeah. It is truly an SM R&B classic. It's, like, not K-pop. I don't know. Yeah, no, agreed. It hits every, like, familiar pleasure center for me. Just, it's mm. a very enjoyable song, I think, regardless of your proximity to K-pop as a, yeah. as a genre. It's and just another so thing is just, like, the way, once again, like, their voices and the way that they've just, like, they're able to carry a song like this. Like, it, that's impressive right, in right. itself. No, totally. Um, totally. But I could talk about Yaya yeah, yeah, yeah forever. Like, I listen... That, Jekyll, and Obsession are probably... And then, like... Are probably my three most top-played songs on this. 
That's fair. I think that might be the same for me too. But honestly, to be fair, I do really love the second half, even though it's mm-hmm. like a huge tonal shift. Like mm-hmm. the second half of the album hits very sideways for like completely different reasons that the first half hits. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Those day songs after are day <laughs> is just right. Right. Sorry, wait, that's but yeah. <laughs> the second more. to last song, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um yeah, I mean Baby You Are is a good place to start because it is just sort of like like I mean It's an order. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. First and foremost, it's an order. <laughs> we want to keep that theme up. Um but also there's something about that song that feels like a very sort of like stark like point to put in the middle. Um something that just like sort of hits like the very sort of like high end of um I don't know, weird XOL fever dream ballad that like, oh, this is my boyfriend who will never emotionally abuse me, et cetera, et cetera. Like... Like it's hitting this particular that angle that dream pop part you know like yeah um yeah. it's so it's so romantic like this song is truly so romantic which is so it's, funny when you look XO at the title track is so different <laughs> yeah than any k-pop romantic like <clears throat> they're like god tiers of romantic music in k-pop yeah. <laughs> yeah. and like EXO EXO hits pretty high, but there's mm-hmm. always a barrier. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. always the sheen that they want there. It's the same. Mm-hmm. It's the same energy as the tweet that's like SM doesn't do meet and greets or like high touches or whatever. And the bitch was like, they would do high touches if they wore gloves. But at the same time, I would be fighting them if they wore gloves. And it's like that's just the SM print. And they it's better like put high those touch, gloves on and do that charity gloves. work. <laughs> Like exactly, put them gloves but on it's and do but that is truly work. the SM pop print where it's just mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. we are so here and we are so available, but there is just something s- between us, mm-hmm. as there always will be, as it should be, mm-hmm. and like, I mean, no, that's I mean like what the way so that like love songs sound like no, totally like the the sort of thing of but just it's like oh I'm dreaming too, it's like oh yeah, like us being yeah. in a relationship is a dream and it's like yeah bitch we know <laughs> like it's like yeah. fuck you like we're dreaming because we really want this to happen you're dreaming because you're like that is just not it I fuck with it but that is not me like uh literally <laughs> but you know what that's so like honestly that is the healthiest thing you can do Exa- I love exactly. I love a reverence with a pop star because. <laughs> No, you get a little too close oh, and a little too comfortable and it gets a little weird plus i just like a bitch yeah, being mean exactly. i love a mean bitch being mean so of course that's just well mean. yeah <laughs> i was about to say i was like that's a very particular tea that is um simultaneously you print and then also fire sign print yeah you exactly <laughs> it is but it's like, um, did you want Mariah Carey to be nice? That's not how it works. Yeah, that doesn't make sense, really. <laughs> um, but no, Baby You Are is so, I mean, it's really infectious. This is like the one song that like really blew up, um, I guess, like 
Instagram, Twitter, lyrically team, for edit sure. wise. Yeah, they got no, those imagine bitches on the exactly. in their fucking bag. Exactly, exactly. Um, making so many different edits of literally anybody and everybody's K-pop boy just looking mm. and then you're the lyrics are just like you know like you are wait what is it what are the lyrics um yeah no you're the only person i've been searching for yeah blah, blah, blah. um literally just i <laughs> you're just too good to be true can't take my eyes off of you type shit what? um mm-hmm. like but it's also so funny because this is like the one song on this album arranged by a woman (laughs) which is like oh my god the disparity (laughs) i was Uh like damn i it's something that i totally i completely (laughs) overlook this to be absolutely honest is like just regular producer credits when it's just like i know that it's not an idol writing this song so it's just Mm. you know people who work in the industry like i completely for whatever reason overlook the fact that like so many songs are written by men and it's sort of just like a thing that happens because i'm like just assuming like who the fuck would a woman write the song like yeah you yeah. know i usually come into maybe, looking at maybe these that's songs why about romance from XO, that yeah mm-hmm. there's like this thing where it's like oh well there's like a sh- there's like a there's like a sheet in between them and like the uh-huh, audience and, uh-huh. and it's like maybe that's the people just writing the songs yeah those workshops and it depends on like who is writing the song and like what contents they're coming from oh yeah no totally whereas i mean like to be absolutely on that unfair no right immersive and then like you've got other things that are like like right like like, i feel like for a lot of the men that have written exo songs like korean men mainly mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. just like are well known as writers in korea and k-pop mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of a b-side um but basically i just i don't like i i will speak more generally about this and don't hold me to this because it's general but like there the there's like an emotional closed offedness that really comes through or like, I mean, basically, we were talking about before where there's so many tracks on tempo mm-hmm. that like just highlight um, EXO's worth as a group, mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. uh, when they do talk about the relationship that they have with their fans, it's very like grandiose as opposed mm-hmm. to like you know you're humbled and leveled. It's mm-hmm. like you know they're looking down on us type of yeah. attitude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that literally might just be the men that write these songs and have right, nothing to yeah. do with how EXO really feels about the way that they do things. Like, <clears throat> No, I agree. I mean, like, I think that... I mean, like, no, I completely agree. For Because, like, I, I'm, like, marking this in a way where I'm really just going over, like, the complete history of me just looking at so many songs and being, like, oh, my God, where are the women? And, like, not realizing that that was fucking happening. That was the problem um, at first. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. right. Um, but, like, I'm thinking about the way that, like, songs written for women just, like, are super obvious markers of this where like they were women or like female groups or female acts are just not allowed to have that particular amount of clothes off niche you know like that yeah. they're 
they they don't get to have that little thin sheet of like oh this is a dream or oh this is a fictional sort of thing and like I may or may not care about you like etc etc they yeah no anytime you see that like like it's anytime you see that from a female act it's usually the literal person writing it performing it as well um Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I, I mean, like, I think about Twice's discography and how JYP yep. written tracks are just completely different from what Twice writes. Um, I'm also exactly. thinking about how Hwasa wrote Twit, and, like, that is a completely different energy from just a lot of, not a lot of Mamamoo tracks specifically, but just, like, a lot of, I don't know, female solo acts or, like, female, like, group tracks that are just obviously written by men i don't know it's it's really it's that and then even also lay when she writes xid songs yeah 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 as well like she just writes them in a way like oh that is truly a woman writing the song no Um, completely because they give themselves that veil they're like man fuck that like they're like they're i'm not serving this is this is my narrative like i'm not serving any anything um yeah no it's interesting it's interesting um yeah no the men just love yeah and projecting. XO, yeah, XO has always been like the men when men step into this position of like performing songs that men other men have written for them it's like this mm-hmm. projection that these men put onto them of what they should be exactly and whether these men take it upon themselves to act that way or mm-hmm. internalize it in different ways and be a different person through it Mm -hmm. is like you know it's up to them everybody's different everybody does different things but like i can imagine that every single time i mean like even though call me baby is just a complete slapper and just like an absolute (laughs) it's just an absolute a literal bonkers banger um (laughs) by a legend Um, yes exactly it's there is still this like sheen of like i mean like the song was the demo as we all know was call me daddy which implies (laughs) a literal shift Uh of power to the person that is singing this song as you are supposed to be like that's daddy and i'm me Okay. Um, EXO was kind enough to change its baby in Korea. I'm sure would have had a field day <laughs> with that, but um, Korea would have been like, it's, "You think you're you know, big bang?" Yeah, literally. And that's enough. Like, like big oh boobs. My, don't even get me into the lyricism of Big Bang's made specifically <laughs> because that is like, bro. They literally the way that those men no. wrote their tracks too though <laughs> they wrote really... their tracks they were like just <laughs> so you know <laughs> they truly are that um they truly um it's like you know there is this like there is a sheen there's you know power imbalance mm-hmm. there is truly this little thin plastic line between or thin or thick depending on who you are um <laughs> between you and this group Mm-hmm. that is saying these things to you specifically for EXO where I mean you're completely right about girl groups and like that just can't exist mm-hmm. and it and mm-hmm. historically I know we're getting into something else but like this I is know, we really... like when you when you get <laughs> into spiral, a period but... of your career like this and yeah. you are able to just do this like that's what matters it's almost like mm-hmm. the music it's not that the music doesn't matter but it, it it's like you right, can come right. out with anything as long as you're coming from this position of okay but i can do whatever i want right no truly and that has totally like 
change the game for EXO. And I feel like with EXO, the way that they give to fans is truly in their performance mm-hmm. and, like, their, you know, appearances mm-hmm. and the way that they conduct themselves. Like, right. you know, which to me is enough. You've asked enough of them. But mm-hmm. when I was thinking of people who crossed the line, I mean, I was thinking of, like, 17, where it's, like, serially, oh, totally. as a group, they have had mm-hmm. to cross the line because they were in such a small company that, like, right. the only way that they could really get to fans and penetrate them in a way that SM has penetrated so many young fans is, like, through mm-hmm. just, like, absolute, like, um, reliance and interdependence mm-hmm. <laughs> and codependence. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So... I'm glad that EXO has always been on the sort of, like, more protected side of that, but still extends themselves a lot. I mean, like, you know, they do a very... They go above and beyond for their job. Yeah, no, that... They've they've been humbled, really. (laughs) That's really what it is. Which I love, you know. Sometimes we all need a good humbling. Humbled to the point where they feel obligated to perform very well. I feel like the second half of this album is really just, like okay, so this is the vocal work we've been put onto. This is, like, the type of shit that we can sing. Uh-huh. Um, no, it's definitely... It's a big-ass flex. They are flexing the fuck... The fuck up and down this goddamn album. Especially after this point. I mean, all of these tracks are so, like... Like, vocal. I mean... Right. Vocal like, work. Just vocal. just vocal work. And that's crazy because you have one of your main three vocalists missing. Like, I know it's truly crazy because they made they made everybody sing on this shit. Mm-hmm. They said we are not missing any vocals today. Everybody is singing, um, which is really iconic. I mean, like they do truly have the range for it, and I think, um, I mean, Baby You Are is like impressive because they are all able to sing kind of at like the same level of each other and it's not like I mean not that like anybody intentionally shows off shows off to like upstage like another member but like there's just no there's really no room in the song to do that they all really have tight sort of harmonies going on in here and like they they need each other's voices for this track to work as well as it does it really feels like a true like boy band track for sure it just goes into like, I feel like it goes into where gravity kind of goes to. Although I feel oh, like totally. gravity had a bit more going on with it. Oh yeah, no, gravity no, no. definitely. Gra- <laughs> London noise was not gonna let it be anything except, except a lot of shit going on. <laughs> Ex- <laughs> like, exactly. Those motherfuckers were like, um, "You're gonna be singing, and then we're also going to be doing a little doot doot on the track, and then we're also going to be having a little bit of actual instruments, but then we're also gonna have a lot of synth, it, exactly. but then we're also going to <laughs> like." they yeah (laughs) but no it's it's totally it's like adjacent to that sort of thing where it's like no like this track is truly about singing and creating a collective affect as a group of boys (laughs) that appeal to women like yeah yeah um but Um, yeah no baby you are is is really amazing also i just realized that i never so (laughs) i'm like let me so wendy wang is is a composer on this fucking song that's who we're um who we're crediting for the song um who also is active on uh twitter um and seems like a really nice person um and uh, and actually speaks a lot about like the disparity in terms of uh female writers 
and producers compared to male mm-hmm. writers and producers getting jobs in the music industry, like here mm-hmm. in the States and then abroad. So um, shout out to her for writing <laughs> another legendary exo track. Um, what else did she write? Let me see if I can actually pull up a whole bunch of other stuff. If I'm not mistaken, she's a keyboardist. Um, I know. Um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see if I can find anything. Yeah, she's L.A. based. So, yeah, Wendy Wang is an L.A. based writer, producer, multi-instrumentalist, <laughs> um, which is iconic. Let's see. Um, yeah, it's interesting. It seems like she has worked with like more so I mean, I'm pretty sure that this is like her mm-hmm. first K-pop track. I don't I really don't recognize her name from like the K-pop sphere at all. Um I mean, she also looks considerably young, so like that's fair. Yeah, everything else is more so sort of um just instrument based stuff nothing that's like heavy pop pop like exo if we're talking in comparison of course a lot of the people on um uh react to the k were like i think california based Mm -hmm. just like have random friends who like are featured on these albums and like you know make uh right yeah, so I think a lot of these people will just be randoms who have like really no affiliation to the thing, mm-hmm. but like mm-hmm. just like know about music, <laughs> know a lot about music, mm-hmm. and get hired because they know a lot about music mm-hmm. in this way. Yeah, actually, um, ooh, interesting. I just found out. So, Baby You Are, uh, me reading, I just found out. Um, Baby You Are also features another writer that's signed to the same. Um, management label as Wendy um, Mozella Mozella Music also was on this um, and yeah another another woman um, mm-hmm. love that um, so that that this is like an exceptionally rare track for EXO like produce pr- production wise um Wow, this is like really interesting. It's just so crazy. Like I'm really just I'm really spending so much time on this just because I'm like, damn. When was the last time I saw a woman being outsourced to for K-pop? Like that's really crazy. Like Chick is the only person that I like immediately off the top of my brain. Right? Can be like, yeah, no, she is. Like this is a woman who's constantly popping up in the sphere of music i don't know yeah Interesting no, that's that's a fact yeah it's weird the amount of space for women and this is <laughs> not surprising but in- incredibly disappointing <laughs> as usual yeah uh, <laughs> the arts be like um but of course and you think i don't know it's like sometimes people have their own sort of like lives that they tend to mm-hmm. and they're like yeah no like i don't you're like most of my friends are women. Why does this not reflect in the reality? <laughs> Why is this? And it really, like, yeah, it, you I'm, know, once it... you get into the workforce, once you, like, start to see things pan out in the ways that they do. Yeah. Then you're just like, I can, I can truly you're see. like, bitch, I guess this is real. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait a minute. <laughs> exactly. Huh. 
will have you sitting there for like a good decade or two in your life being like damn three plus one plus three equals one team equals 17 (laughs) trying to Uh, add up how how the fuck there are no women in anything (laughs) like like you really just be sitting there like what the fuck Um, is this math yeah it's dark it's really it's really dark and it also sucks because i'm just like yeah but i really went into the arts like this huh crazy Um, also but (laughs) i okay hold on this is kind of unrelated Uh but also i just realized i mean like i know we say this a lot but like i really 17 really operated like a girl group (laughs) like truly (laughs) girl there was no borders when i'm thinking about all these boy groups that had like a sheen of like protection and yeah. was just built that way the way that 17 yeah. was like no my heart is open and i'm like wait a minute girl it's you gotta like, close um, that up <laughs> it's like <clears throat> can you can you be saying that is this allowed <laughs> is this allowed <laughs> is this allowed carrots <laughs> and 17 and then us looking at them as yeah. it, the what person the in the vine like is this allowed yeah. and then carrots are like stop and it's like no <laughs> i was is about to allowed? say i was like, wait this? have you wait do you do you have you seen that fucking rumor that's just like i don't even know if this it's is a true mannequin or, yes <laughs> yeah yeah i'm like yes. 17 is truly that mannequin they really exact- have no autonomy exactly <laughs> everybody's like the the meta of it all is like is that a mannequin and 17 <laughs> is like i don't know <laughs> sure why not it's like, does that even Carrot, really exist? Is that like, even really a person? Stop. Stop. <laughs> but, yeah. That's why 17 be having weird-ass fans. Weird. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Weird. Strange. I we- <laughs> we'll definitely be talking about some fan trauma with 17 and our upcoming And all series. of this shit that I just thought of and Morgan just we'll talk about it i just i just had to say it because i was like damn they really be making songs like bitch i love you i really do and it's like damn what like really songs like i am so happy that you decided to walk by me and say hi like they really be making songs like you are blessings to this earth like don't ever change and it's so crazy because i'm like wait like y'all some of you bitches aren't some of you are not first and foremost (laughs) i'm also just like especially when it comes to stalkers some of you just don't belong there oh god oh my god no, truly. Yeah. But I'm also like, damn, ladies, let's not take this one for granted. This is a group of 13 boys saying this. Bonkers. But, yeah. Um, you got nonstop. Right. <laughs> so here we go. Her. Oh, God. Hey! A little bit of love. My love don't stop. Hey! A little bit of love. My love don't stop.
song is so, it really reminds, I don't know when I thought of this, but I was like, this shit reminds me of Tinder Love. another legend ass track from EXO that is just so that is also just so romantic <laughs> like truly truly so but they're both romantic and cute like that's the real tonal shift for me at least when it gets to this song um I mean like they're literally just like a, a little bit of love but love non-stop and I'm like ah <laughs> Yeah. I'm like, yes, <laughs> that's what I want. Um, yeah. But there's so many, I mean, like, so much of it is just so classic, like, boy band. This is also, like, an instance for me that's just, like, very much just, like, our pop merging with K-pop. This whole mm-hmm. sort of, the whole chorus structure, and, like, it just, it really reminds me of when... A shiny was like okay so new jack swing and like really did something mm. that updated it and then also just made it so much more i don't know so much more purposeful for them like you know it's something that's just like you're not just like stealing you're like also doing something and being like no like we're influenced to do this other thing like like we were truly looking at that shit and then doing something else um it's so so infectious I don't know I I'm like where do I even go with this just because I did like a lot of like backstreet and NSYNC comparison um I feel like it does a thing that like <clears throat> like what NCT did was superhuman when it came to some of the b-sides yeah it was like jumpy and like kind of had that like weird sort of like <clears throat> Um, I mean, like, the, the chords, the major sort of chords. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the major chords, but the, I guess, like, the chords that were being played when you hear mm-hmm. NCT be like, superhuman. Mm-hmm, like, not that it mm-hmm. sounds like that, but it's, mm-hmm. like, it is a little not quite, it's, like, a sharp chord. I was about, uh, It's, like, it's a something like, sharp it's chord. It's a very sort of, like, emotionally. It's memorable. It's an emotionally joyous sort of thing like a very like a very outwardly energetic 
a joyous sort of sound. Like it's really hard to describe I, it. And I feel I think like that I when personally you have feel like, like off kilter like, chord progressions yeah, like that, it's just yeah. like it just sounds that way because it's like so especially when they're higher and it's like yeah, funky. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it, but it's all it literally is just memorable too like you will yeah. remember it in that way because like it starts off in that way yeah you just hit the chord mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and there's like a fun bounciness in it like fool mm-hmm. and superhuman where totally. it's like you're really bouncing around the whole track and sort of like yeah flowing yeah vibing no, really totally. but like no, a complete vibe. It's, it's like a Catching more, a you know, vibe. they're getting into the atmospheric part of the album and it's like super. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I know it does enjoyable. get a little bit more. Yeah, the the album does switch from like the super like, like just low sort of energy, not low energy as in like vibes But like energy, low bass like, that thumps throughout. Right, and then right, they get exactly. Just like pure vocal work. They keep going after. up. It's like, it's like you're truly flying. Like you are truly going into the clouds the further you get into this album um yeah no on that whole chord idea i'm just like gospel has like a lot of that sort of just like abrupt sort of like like doom sound like i don't know how to describe it you would literally need to play it on like an instrument that can fucking do this noise but like yeah but it also like that's like a huge like sort of like keys thing and then like you know synth can make that noise but it's like that sort of it it plays with that whole sort of bounciness because mm-hmm. it only comes in you know at like what like the one for each like measure or whatever i don't know like it it comes in at a very particular time um to keep the rhythm but mm-hmm. but no yeah i mean like there are so many different celebratory sort of tracks that that do that sort of thing where it's like this very loud sort of we are keeping the energy via yeah. this um yeah yeah no it's super interesting but it's also like yeah it's the sm print i mean like funk really inspired the mm-hmm. shit out of this um it's the same shit that like in- inspired in sync and backstreet to do like all of these different tracks like for me i'm thinking of like in sync like here we go has a very sort is sort of similar affect like that bounciness the repetitive like the repetitiveness like my god here we go one more time everybody's really fine just every like oh my gosh like that is it's truly all you remember and then like what with non-stop like the only thing you mm-hmm. remember is my love non-stop like that's really truly all I can remember right now but like mm-hmm. um yeah no it's super interesting um, I did see a lot of the girls being like this sounds like a CBX song. It com- which, uh, completely, it which is, I mean, CBX is like, CBX is more so predicated on like this whole sort of like NSYNC funk inspired, like, et cetera, et cetera. Like their shit is truly disco, truly all of these things updated and rounded out for for their particular needs within K-pop. Um, but it's like, I CBX is truly one of my favorite subunit ideas for anything in k-pop so like it, that should be Least working out amount of work out. put into it but smartest <laughs> yeah execution. no truly <laughs> truly um the japanese fund them so you know um mm. but exactly <laughs> it's just yeah no it's it's a truly remarkable track i love it um 
you've got now my favorite of the second half. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Which is um, Day After Day. Yeah, that's that's a surge. It's just a spiral. <laughs> it's not even like a spiral. It just feels like a feels like a wood woodwind instrument spiral, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I don't even think there's any woodwind instruments in it. <laughs> get from the first part of the song which is super light and airy and just kind of like yeah regular degular beginning of a song yeah and then towards the middle you just get into this territory that is like Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm it is just true like I know, I think I, I feel just like... harmonies and vocal work. And yeah, they just all I was about layer to say. on top of each other, and they all mix and blend in a way that is, like... Um, I don't know. It's just, like, perfect. No, and it just, truly. It's, I, it's a spiral. It just, like, keeps going into it. It doesn't even uh-huh. start or begin at any particular point. Because uh-huh. it's, it's, like, the chorus, and then all of a sudden they just start singing it to the rest of the song. Yeah. No, exactly. Exactly. I also feel like you're, you were probably like, damn, I'm feeling this like woodwind, like, like that resonates with me is because the niggas are blowing on this track. Like these niggas are singing. Oh, well, exactly, they're exactly. singing. I'm like. I'm a let it blow. <laughs> like truly let it blow. Like everybody. Oh my God. Like, like I truly am just like, I it's like I don't know it feels like I I part of me is like it feels a little bit like an injustice to compare it to Evanescence by Super Junior but listen them niggas were blowing on that track too and I just have to say that this is like truly EXO can execute this so much more precisely and like in a way where like they don't have the stakes of like oh we wrote this song like whatever whatever i'm gonna sing it however the fuck i want to sing it like Mm. they are truly like somebody else wrote the song there is a particular affect that like i would be interested in hitting with this but they know what the affect that would make this song work is so we're gonna follow that we're gonna do it really really well we're gonna give you this track that is just truly vocally iconic which is Um, like which is like truly the NCT print where it's like, yeah, I just feel like NCT was just this group that <laughs> SM was like, okay, so we tried, we wanted EXO to be everything, but we <laughs> lost too many members along the way for them to be everything. Right. But they are almost everything. <laughs> They're so, so close. <laughs> you guys do everything. Yeah. So. Because you get, you we know got I mean? so close. Like, you get, so let's start over again, except you all do everything <laughs> like exactly because you've uh, got you've got them doing stuff like touch but you've got them doing stuff like simon says right you've got them doing stuff like fool you've got them doing stuff right. like baby don't like it right it's like which is like 
um it's just interesting to see like i guess the progression of like where we have exo right yeah no i mean like exo was truly created with the purpose of like how do we make tvxq shiny and super junior merge into one group <laughs> and they were like yeah. all right exo and let's i mean like that's these niggas literally in also <laughs> the concept for nct as well exactly but exo in the mix <laughs> exactly so you know sm is you know i have my opinions on sm history repeats itself simply is really the is the main takeaway from this to be absolutely honest sometimes exactly. sometimes motherfuckers strive to have history blend into itself and rewrite itself and it's like that it's not how that works but it's uh, <laughs> but it is at the same time, I guess. <laughs> um, but yeah, this song is just like it, because in a lot of ways, I mean, like it really feels more like a TVXQ vocal serve. Yeah, no, I where totally it's like, get that. You've got people who truly learned how to sing yeah. over the course of a few years singing oh, yeah. on it. Yeah, totally. Um, and feeling comfortable in themselves. I mean, like Kai is real. Like you can hear him. On yeah, this. <laughs> you can literally hear his voice and that's amazing yeah that's you know a new development <laughs> um breaking news <laughs> and it's just so sweet it's a really sweet song incredibly sweet i feel like chen i did, did chen say that this is like one of his favorite songs or no am i making that up i think he might have i wouldn't be that's surprised it's a very chen song uh, when you to yeah solo stuff. yeah which is, like, a small thing that I'm, like, extremely impressed by is the fact that there is, like, sort of hintings at, like, everybody's different interests within, like, their own sort of separate um, musical activities. Like, I don't know. There are a lot of tracks that scream back on this. They're, like, we like we just said, Chen is just all over. The Chen print is really all, all over this song. Um and then, I mean, like, we're hearing Kai a lot more and we can actually hear, like, different choices that he may be making with his voice and, like, how he And he probably is making likes, them. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, and how he would probably want his voice to sound personally and how he would want to, you know, sing on a track, et cetera, et cetera. And then, like, Sehun's input and, like, him actually, like, you know, literally doing things, like, like truly right. doing something on a track um instead of you know i mean that's true growth from shoddy and a party till the sun down <laughs> yeah it well <laughs> yes you know so uh um, certainly different from that <laughs> so like there's so much there's so much input in this that feels so and i think it might just be because we've had what like seven years to like release it with xo <laughs> you know like mm-hmm. we've ha- we've had some time to sit and like get to know them musically and like their own various interests. So it feels like Mm -hmm. things make sense. Like things are clear with this, what their sixth album. Yeah. Of course things should be clear by now, but like, it's really, I don't know. It's nice. It's heartening to see. It's cool. (laughs) Like that's Mm -hmm. another little thing that we enjoy about this album. Like it just feels like a little bit more sort of personal and poignant. Exactly. And so, you still have mm-hmm. EXO doing songs like Day After Day. Exactly. Which, you know, align a lot <clears throat> with, um, I guess, tracks you wouldn't even, mm-hmm. like, you wouldn't think they would make in 2019. No, totally. It reminds me of um, some technically complicated um, EXO, EXO shit. <laughs> yes, exactly. It does sound like an XXO song. Mm-hmm. But, I mean... 
or XXO. I was like, wait a second. Them niggas were like big Like a little bit more grown up. XXO was like, huh? Yeah, they were like, XOXO, X out. But it also, I mean, like, you know, it reminds me. I These tracks remind me. I 17 on the brain. We go in 17 also. It reminds me of Second Life on an ode. Yeah, I was going to say, it, it does like, kind of sound like a 17 track. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, like that, I feel like 17 would eat the shit out of this right. song, too. Right, no, oh my god, of course. 17 yeah. does songs where I think of different groups, and I'm like, um, and vice versa, but like, mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, this group would have eaten the shit out of this. Like, I wish 17 yeah, could yeah. write for more different groups, because they, they could really, like, embody some things well, you know? Yeah, no, totally. Totally. Kind of vague and unspecific, but I'm I'm sitting here like this is my lean on me narrative and conspiracy. Because <laughs> that go. song really hit different. <laughs> um going seventeen really truly I mean I know we say it a lot mm-hmm. and it's just become like a little thing because it is, but like that is truly one of the best seventeen mini albums. Also, mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. the song Lean On Me would be a good icon song. Was what I was thinking too. <laughs> like I feel like Icon would eat the shit out of that. Yeah, no, that's true. They would be feeling that shit too. They would truly be feeling that song. I don't know if Icon would ever say that though. Mm. Is the thing. <laughs> I know they could say true. it and make bitches believe it, but I think it's just like, I'm like I don't know. Yeah, uh, I do about all that. No, truly. I mean, like um, what? When and you've... then. You got that little codependency uh, kick. Um, anyway. <laughs> it's a di- they got a different type. They got a different type. <laughs> Icon is like truly the big bang codependency where they're looking at you like, no, but we will, I will be strong for both of us. Literally. And it's like, damn. And it's okay. like, I didn't ask for all that. <laughs> like, I don't know about all that. It's like, sir, sir, sir. Exo was like, you can, we can be strong over here and you can admire that from over there. Exactly. Exactly. 17 is like, we're both people. We just, you know, we both need what we need. <laughs> That's and it's very like, true. why are you getting this the most like, correct? Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. Exactly. I'm like, what like, the fuck happens? Like, <laughs> kids are a whole. What happened to you that left your heart so open? Uh, I don't know what kind of trauma that Anyways, is, but <laughs> I it is a different kind, very different kind. Um, but and then they've okay. So then is Butterfly Effect the um the last track? I mean, first of all, you've got Travis Scott's <laughs> Butterfly Effect, right? Which I find really funny, but also. That was the London Noise track, wasn't it? It sure was. It sure was. I'm 
the noise really they were like if we're not opening up this album we are closing it out um yep which is funny because they they practically did both so <laughs> um here we go yeah no butterfly effect is such a beautiful song and it's so funny because like the sound like i what i like atmosphere as much as the next bitch to me but like there's something that resonates a lot more with me when it comes to like tracks that are very like sort of not as atmospheric and airy this track has so many mm. different little like little i don't know like you know those little sound effects that sound like bubbles popping and shit like that like it has like so mm. much of like that sort of like ethereal sound effect that isn't necessarily melodic it's just air <laughs> like it's really mm. it's hard for me to explain this but like it's just like you know like a whole bunch of just like uh like weird very light flourishes that fall behind like voices and like yeah bass and like all this other stuff and like what's interesting about this track to me is the fact that you can hear like actual instrumentation that's like placeable like like it's not just synth it's so many other little things that like like they're uh, everything london noise tracks are so crazy because they are just so clean and organized (laughs) like there are so many different compartments Mm -hmm. and you're like oh that makes sense right there where that is and like uh so yeah there's such a factory you know yeah like i don't even mean that in a bad way i just mean no it's just like it's just like it's a really well-designed thing like the song is a really well-designed product like that's truly that's it like that shit is clean the shit is clean all the parts are visible but nothing is too you know nothing is a problem like everything is just you can see it and you're like yeah yes this makes absolute sense um yeah so like i feel like i'm with that you know i don't know i mean like this is something that like i feel like a lot of bros get on just pop music in general about but like everything's so clean and like i can see it i usually hate that um but like Mm. for me it's not it's not something that really like appeals but that's because i'm looking at other different forms of clean music as in just like heavy bass and like very Mm -hmm. minimal aspects like this is really appealing not because of that there's a lot of shit going on and they're just really really good at crafting an atmosphere in this track the atmosphere Mm -hmm. feels so purposeful especially with like the lyricism and the way that everybody is singing in this like it just feels so directed and not trying to focus on the ethereal it's just like this just happens to be an affect like where it just feels so soft and like right heavenly like i don't know i don't know it's so it's so good also there's so much falsetto it's the same thing as like white noise and exact yeah this is what i'm trying to get to um, just the narrative of this entire mm-hmm. two and a half part series mm-hmm. it is exact part two exact except exact leveled up Ex- and it's evolved. such a shame lay isn't evolved. on it and that's all i have to say about it. yeah <laughs> no truly 
I mean, like, no, it's just, yeah, yeah, exactly. Also, I just, I don't know, they're, white noise and, and butterfly effect are both, like, sort of in this limbo for me, where, like, I'm just like, is this my favorite track on this album? No, but, like, yeah, it could be. <laughs> it's weird. It's just, like, yeah. every time I listen to it, I'm like, oh, my God, no, this song is fucking amazing. Like, the song was yeah. crafted. Um yeah i don't know it's so it's so interesting um i love the affect of it i love the affect of both of those songs i would pick white noise over butterfly effect but you know (laughs) i yeah i mean like it's just so hard when you come off of like just like this crazy sounding stuff like exo has literally never done before in the first half of the album yeah right Like, EXO has never made music that has sounded like that before. And I think it exactly. just threw a lot of people. <clears throat> oh, no, it and then, completely like, songs threw me. like these are sort of, like, the wind down yeah. that, I guess, not get forgotten, but, like, it's just, you know, people prioritize different things. I'm just, like, if I could compare it to anything, piece. I would compare it to, you know, popping a molly and then, and then they come down immediately after, right before you go to sleep. We're just kind she of like, <laughs> if uh-huh. I could, comp- if I could just compare and contrast, um, yeah, it's that, it's that come down before you go to sleep. Cause the, the come down after you wake up is, is horrible. Um, it's a and, hangover. <laughs> yeah. Ex- simply a hangover, which is how I feel after listening to this album <laughs> and just like not having it in my ears anymore. But as soon as I start playing yep. the album, I'm like, oh, we're back. <laughs> we're back we're back baby um except it doesn't give you brain damage in the same way (laughs) um i mean listen life be giving you brain damage i (laughs) i'm just like i i'm not gonna lie but this um k-pop shit be giving me brain damage um but yeah no i mean like they're it's such a interesting and just so so like i don't know there's something about this album that feels very like monochromatic which is funny because that's the color palette for this whole aesthetic anyway um and like the styling and etc etc but um for for regular exo at the very least right right where it's just no but even for xxo too it's all kind of like black in one solid color Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm, mm-hmm mm-hmm and then you could easily separate the halves of this album as the black half and the white half. And I truly don't even mean that in a racial way, but maybe. <laughs> but maybe. Yeah. I, I mean, that's how that. you meant it in a racial way. I was uh, like, wait. I'm like, I, I just made that connection. I'm like, well. <laughs> I'm like, mm. well. <laughs> Interesting. Um, but, but yeah, no, part. I mean, like, there is obviously a darker half and then there is obviously a lighter half. Um, mm-hmm. and very little gray area. Um, I don't know what the fuck this has to do with XXO. <laughs> but, <laughs> right. You know. I know XXO is not out here saying all this, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, no, I mean, like, I, I think it's such a, I don't know. I, sometimes I like look at K-pop albums and I'm like, is this like, did they design this album or this release in the structure of like this is like a narrative piece of work or is this just like a group of songs that go really well together 
And I think EXO with Obsession did really well. And like the whole team did really well with sort of towing this really interesting sort of like line and sitting directly square in the middle of both of these things where it's just like, yeah, you know, there's a loose narrative, but like it's very low stakes. Um, Mm-hmm. But, like, the impact of beginning on a track like Obsession and then ending on a track like Butterfly Effect is so interesting and just, I don't know, a fun ride, really, from start to finish. Yeah. No, it's true. It's like a full circle. Mm-hmm. We love a story with a beginning, middle, and an end, really. But, yeah, no. I don't even know. Like, I feel like words really truly cannot describe how how incredible I found this album like I just don't know like I really this happened when this happened when don't mess up my tempo was dropped but I'm just like how are they gonna top this and then they gave us this and I'm like okay all right all right right." okay I'm like okay yeah okay no but that's been that's been like a constant thing with EXO where they've just been getting better and better yeah as they get there it's like they've been developing I mean like artists it's crazy like um and then like i mean i I can't say that's how people felt from the jump from exact to coco bop but like it did get better no totally matter you know what people think like they got better at everything that they did right i was about to say every artist has their pause period you know it just that but even just like there were better b-sides on that than there had been ever in exo's discography really Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm not to say that, like, any of it should be compared to each other, but, like... Right, right. No, EXO just keeps developing and working, and they don't even have their full crew. <laughs> like, two of them. Yeah, I mean, it's so crazy, because <laughs> like... I think there was just, like, this sort of, like, mm, they might falter uh-huh. a little bit. Totally. They're only They're, they're only missing, human. They're missing three members. <laughs> yeah, like... So, it's like, uh, But then it's like, they literally just got better, so it was like, damn. Yeah. Like, this project truly feels like an EXO project in the way that you have, like, you know, groups only have some members featuring on some songs. Yeah, yeah. And they'll still just call it, like, the whole... They'll be like, yeah, but this is, like, a 17, or, like, this is, like, a shiny, or this is, like, a Twice album mm-hmm. anyway. Mm-hmm. No, truly. Because, like, even though those, it like, the, these people are so tethered and tied to each other in different ways, they have all of this experience performing and being with each other and doing these things, that it's, right. like, they are imprinted on this album regardless. And, and and that goes to show, especially the way that, like, Minsook and um, Dio had, like, just, you know, mm-hmm. even just the slightest bit of creative control over mm-hmm. a thing that they weren't even, like... That they truly going to be were not going to be on. really at all. <laughs> like, at all. I'm just like, how sad so. is Dio about missing um, these aesthetics? Right, though? I know. <laughs> like, I knew they were going in this direction, and I was like, damn, Dio's not going to be on this? <laughs> Dio said, absolutely not. <laughs> he was like, girl, I would love to sing those songs. I can't wait until the tour where we'd be singing those songs, but <laughs> I'm going to miss this costuming. <laughs> right yeah, quick exactly which i was like oh, all right he was like exactly <laughs> mind your business for the next two years and i'll do what i need to do he was like y'all want to serve i'm going to the military like <laughs> Ex- yeah 
He said, there's your serve right there, girl. <laughs> like, enjoy it. I, um, damn bitch. Yeah. I'm like, well, uh. That's really all I have to say. <laughs> yeah, right, truly. I'm just like, shall we explain why this album is so good to some of our friends? <laughs> oh, facts. <laughs> I guess we got to insert that. as some, We got to record that at some point and I just know. insert it. I figure out a time to link with Anastasia. I yeah, because I've been I've been showing my friends, mm-hmm. and they've been like, they're like, damn, yeah, <laughs> this new fucking um, this new boys to men be hitting, yeah, <laughs> and it's like yeah, I know. <laughs> I put up ya 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 and all my friends were like, What the fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> they said huh? um, <laughs> Every time. I mean like and, and now I guess to talk about the more general thoughts I have, actually. Uh-huh. I just it is like ya 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 really just is on the brain. Simple. She said it's Period. just it is truly on the brain. It's just <laughs> I it's I cannot get it out of my head. And yeah. I don't want to. It's so catchy. It's so, like... It's just so fun to listen to. Oh, um, yeah. A lot... A ball of fun. <laughs> like, truly. Like, truly you know, so the fun. girls on Twitter were talking about how it truly is a leave your man or your girl type of song. Right. And I'm like, if you think I'm about to leave my partner for you, I will. Just let me know how far I gotta run because I get dehydrated. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that part. <laughs> I I'm also like, um, it's just like, that is truly the type of song you will get from EXO in terms of like the, it is like a playful. There is like where it's like, it's just so playful. Yeah, and it's meaningful, but like not even in like, not in a way where you're like, are you okay? Is EXO okay? Like, I've, EXO has never sang a song where I've been like, I don't know if you're okay or not, is what I mean. Mm. Mm. I feel mm. like this song is, like, when it comes to just being, like, it's not, like, a bleeding out. Even in their, like, oh, we're bleeding out for you love songs, they're not even, they're not, it's not quite. The thing is, they're fine. They are hooked up to a blood This thing we're, like, worried about actually supply. how they're doing. <laughs> um, exactly which is good it's a good thing um, yeah this is it's just so playful it's just like no it reminds, like it reminds me. me of love me right yep <laughs> exactly Completely reminds me of i mean song. if anything they probably were going between this one and obsession as the single yeah but it's like i wouldn't be surprised i guess yeah. to use a sample for a single is just kind of that yeah not like they wouldn't do it but it's like it's a little different it's i get a little, why it's they a, did obsession it's a little different yeah yeah no completely completely i mean like i feel like this is just like a cute little um i feel like a track like this truly is like a cute little gift to the bitches who be streaming and buying the album Mm -hmm. really um Mm -hmm. yeah no it's it's so sweet i mean even just like like it's so funny because i'm like imagining like i'm having like post-war flashbacks to like performances of love me right like where i'm just like picturing like their expressions when they perform a song like that and then like hearing this song and i'm like oh 
god they would eat this shit up on stage too like this would be the same exact affect where they're just very Mm -hmm. they're presenting in this way that is just (laughs) once again completely different from obsession and her and her mission but um, Mm -hmm. but just so so cute and such a treat and just like truly indulgent of honestly like like the stereotypical boy band culture but like also just like honestly super genuine and very endearing and like just Mm -hmm. it's a very darling song you know and i think it 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 makes sense for them to use a girl group sample to do that so playful yeah yeah and it was like i mean like you can't really be super serious especially with a song like mm-hmm. that just in the in the sense that it, it is literally these bitches being like leave your man or like leave yeah. your girl right i'm cuter exactly and i like you more they're like and i, I love I, seeing exo be that way <laughs> no truly. i love seeing exo being like mm, but i really like you no superficially being like but i have to have you like like i love that <laughs> simply and it's so fun and bouncy <laughs> it is like in, this in, in could be us but you play like, yes that should be superficial don't really yeah ask exactly me. <laughs> it's like this could like be why us, are you really asking for me like when you look at twice and they're really asking for a man i'm like whoa when they're like yes or yes and it's like uh <laughs> wait a second but like <laughs> even then you kind of know because like because then they got tracks like love foolish thank god and no, you're exactly. like good exactly exactly when i believe you <laughs> I guess once I did 17 just being like bro (laughs) they literally are just like get your ass over here like for real for real and I'm like what (laughs) don't ever don't do that don't ask for that that's dangerous this is a dangerous thing to ask for oh god but also just another thing EXO is really like one of the only groups that like I'll get albums from groups pretty consistently and like pretty just like i will have a tally of how i do things Mm -hmm. and exo will just be the constant one that knocks out the tally and is like okay well i have to regroup because i'm buying these exo albums now oh completely Um, that's another thing oh completely no it's like like bitches get stupid over an exo album okay like I'm like, what? Ask me why I'm sitting here with five different copies of Tempo. <laughs> All the <Yep>. same CD. <laughs> like, exactly. the niggas didn't release a single new track and then they did a repackage after releasing five different versions. I was like, bitch, who do you think you are? 17? Like, yep, what is exactly. this? I was like, honey, what is this? You missing members and yet. <laughs> and then they were like, just getting lazier. And I was like, oh. All right, well, time to buy another. Um, exactly. Yeah, no, they truly, they truly say, like, fuck all to whatever plan, whatever sensical budgeting, whatever sort of thing that makes sense for you supporting this album. Support all of it. Support everything. And EXO's like, please don't do that. But, like... Yeah. I'm just like, I want the thing. EXO could give less than a shit, really. 
they truly have been like just buy one like they have literally been like either buy one or buy yeah, none that's what like, i like about exo though they've they've for a while have been on there like bitch i don't know completely buy, buy something else they're just like thank you but also like really do not do that like, this album will really go down in sm history yeah no this was and, you know there are a lot of things that evolved with the sm print with this one I mean, first of all... Just listen to the album, you know? Right. That's all I have to say. Exactly. It's so good. Exactly. It's, like, truly an experience. Yeah. And I'm so glad that EXO has gotten here yeah. at this point in their career. Yeah, no, definitely. I It will go down as one of the cleanest albums in SM history, period. When you see, like, a really curated album like this and, like, basically every EXO release, it makes you think so... It makes you think hard as shit about the other tracks that didn't make the cut. And, like, tracks that, like... And not even tracks that didn't make the cut because they were just, like, proposed and EXO was, like, no, but, like, still recorded a version. I mean, like, tracks that, like, literally were, like, practically done and just didn't make the cut because of... I, who knows why <laughs> like just different reasons right. where it's like oh maybe that track just wouldn't fit on this album etc cetera, etc cetera. like maybe they'll they'll just redo the song at a later point or like you know maybe somebody's sitting on this one and like i you know it hasn't been completely fleshed out and like all this other shit i just it makes me think so hard because it's like you like we'd be hearing about these motherfuckers who'd be writing for their own groups and they're like i put out like I have written, like, 200-plus things in, like, the span of a year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like, oh, my God, mm-hmm. girl, like, you good? Um, it just makes me think right. about all of that. Because, I mean, like, you know, we have... I mean, I don't know if Exo can relate, but, like, right. yes. I mean, like, <laughs> I I don't know what Chen you'll be doing, but, like, he... <laughs> he was like, I'm gonna start a YouTube right. channel. <laughs> so, like, you know, I mean, like, we're starting I mean, to see more. I've only ever seen him composing stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. I've never known him to write anything. Right. Well, you know, unless he has writing credits on SC, I think he, he yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure that he does. Okay. Yeah, but he's writing with people, right? Oh yeah, no, of course. Okay, yeah, yeah, totally. So like, yeah, it'll just be. I don't know. It'll be interesting. I feel like we'll get way more hints of that, and then like, with EXO's contract sort of, you know, coming uh, coming up for renewal or uh, absolute cancellation and demolishing um (laughs) within the next four years it'll be interesting to see if they take or or even offered a label sj route i mean i know that these niggas have money to do that they would literally be fine doing that especially within four years i think that they would be absolutely fine and capable of doing something like that um so you know i don't know i'm interested i it's this is a really this feels like a crucial album for XO because it shows so many different facets that like people just we just have not had a chance to see because they've either been unbelievably and inhumanely busy or just you know there hasn't been the space or you know time to show I don't know there are a lot of things there are a lot of things that we just we still somehow have not seen from XO (laughs) Right. And it doesn't have anything to do with their musical capability. It really just has so much to do with everything else surrounding it. Yep. Planning. Yeah. Whatever. Yep. Shit going on. Mm-hmm. But yeah. 
there is like this was like a super like I mean you know apparently EXO has just for apparently the past couple of years apparently just fucking up the rest of everybody's fucking year <laughs> and dropping shit just at the very end right yeah um all the year end lists are absolutely absolutely null until they update their articles <laughs> and state yeah. an earlier no, version of this exactly. article excluded exo's obsession we are we regret this um we regret this mistake <laughs> like yeah. i need exactly. to see that at the bottom of the article before I take any of these um, end of the decade articles seriously. <laughs> that was a dual that was like a that was a toll on my brain a little bit. Oh yeah. Not totally. in the most negative way. But I was like, uh what the fuck? Yeah. And you know, now we're going into I guess the really the last part. I mean, I don't know. I don't think anybody in K pop was gonna be re- really releasing anything. C L had like a solo release. Yeah, which was which, different and then um, also very much just like I don't know, what like C L I feel like is like one of the few people in K pop who we could really truly make the oh, that's not K pop, that's C L pop <laughs> joke about because this bitch just be like doing literally whatever and it's like, yeah, that's obviously yeah. K pop, but it's also just like this bitch is obviously doing a whole bunch of other shit <laughs> like she's yeah do you even i mean like she's she's very good friends bag. with john malkovich and posted <laughs> them together and them texting each other so i don't really know what the fuck she's on but it's something entirely that's cl pop like altogether. i don't know what it is but that, literally that CL is cl pop <laughs> she truly. really just is that girl and i mean she she built yg so yeah, anyway she built yg light. off of what like six songs damn like <laughs> I'm not even like that bitch said nigga chahe chalaga and then was like I'm uh, that's literally it. built the whole building off of that so like exactly oh god um but yeah um, no truly um a lot of shit a lot of shit a lot of and yeah I don't know I um also Luna posted finally just like a snippet just a crumb of what burn will be. They call it 365. We will be talking about that. I can't even... I'm not even going to talk about that right now because we can lump that in with some other things, but, like, that is just, like... I know. Well, I we just, have, like... We have, and it was finally when Orbis just shut the fuck up, too. They were... They're <laughs> Beyonce styling, up, oh, like... really? <laughs> they, they're just Beyonce styling, like, okay, when will you bitches learn that when you yell at me, you're not gonna get anything? Literally. I'm just, like... And that's... See, that's the type of shit I'm talking... This is the exo print. This is the shit I want to see. <laughs> this is the type of shit I want to see. I'm just, you bitches like, complain too much. I'm truly, you're not getting shit. I'm truly just, like, Navy. Listen. <laughs> Take a couple of pointers, cause <laughs> I tell you, you're not getting that reggae album. <laughs> you're not getting exactly. it. <laughs> just, just be patient. You gotta sit. You gotta wait. I know it's hard. It's been a while. It truly has been a while. But like, it's just not. It's not gonna happen overnight. I feel like Orbit's got lucky. This just this was a fluke within the universe. Really, is what I'm thinking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's just finally this Jaden Jong motherfucker is out the goddamn picture. I'm like, watch Burn not be on this. Like, I'm simply sitting here like, watch. I doubt it. Oh my oh god. My this god. is really like, listen. He probably, him not doing that probably like, just what, like, 
the the process of that it just like it would be more difficult to talk that out of his contract than to just do it you know what i mean like they probably had to go over some contract things Mm -hmm. probably had to go over some like this somebody (laughs) to be fair somebody made a tweet earlier and they were just like damn what do blockberry creative employees even do they just clock in and sit there for like nine hours like like Mm. what do these niggas even do and i'm like actually though (laughs) i'm like wait but really (laughs) i was sitting there like oh you know what you're right they who the fuck who's working (laughs) like like if luna's not working then what are y'all doing that's a good fucking question (laughs) i was like wait i don't i couldn't even tell you i couldn't tell i could not tell you They they must too. They must be like me when I'm at work. Shit, like, well, just not doing a goddamn thing. Um, but but yeah, no, that's happening. Um, stream obsession. Yeah, <laughs> vibe out to it. No, truly, you have it's to. Good. You have to vibe. I mean, like, it's you'll hear plenty of it in this episode. But like, my God, like, you really truly do have to like sit down there and just like listen. And I mean, like, you know, I love when the girls multitask and do different things and listen to music at the same time. No, I recommend like literally sitting and like trying out these songs and hearing these songs and focusing on these things, like not even hard, just like, you know, do something, do light work while listening to this album. Don't like, you know, just use it as background music. Even though if you use it as background music, I'm sure that you will have moments where you just stop and do nothing but listen to this. And then you go back to your thing. But, like, it's just, no, it's really, truly so well-designed and just so put together and so, so, so clean, which is, you know, implied with an SM release. But, like, this one was... Yeah. Well... Was truly sat and thought (laughs) and, and done. It's crazy. Yeah yeah but yeah that's that's what we have to say yeah no truly um yeah this has been a a very i mean i don't even know how long this episode will be it'll definitely be three hours long three hours or ooh, it might be more if we're doing uh you're probably gonna have to edit a lot <laughs> <laughs> she said uh-huh. but yeah no it's definitely been a, a long ride of talking about this album um spent three days recording this i know it's crazy we can do it this way this way kind of makes sense for the the purpose of this oh yeah definitely we're talking about like just because this is an exo release (laughs) yeah yeah especially an exo drop yeah yeah totally i'm gonna stop recording okay all right Okay, I'm with Anastasia right now. We're at the dim sum spot. You already know what the vibes are. Uh, we're here to talk about EXO because our friends slash former K-pop haters slash um, K-pop non-knowledgers are feeling the vibe. 
with this obsession release. And um, yeah. My question to you is, do you truly think that that's a K-pop album? Does that truly sound like a K-pop album to you? Well, I guess I don't know what makes a true K-pop album, but I guess what's distinctive about like K-pop from my perspective, from my former hating ass perspective, <laughs> would be that it's like, um, I don't know, they all just really... I know it's kind of calculated, but they all, like, riff off of each other in this way that's, like, I don't know, the vocals are just, like, this is somebody else. Now this is Kai. And, like... Oh, oh. Shouts out to oh. Kai. Oh, shit. Um, and, I don't know, like, it's just, like, I think, too, I started, so Morgan... Morgan and I used to be roommates, and so I would just come home and there'd be K-pop videos on the TV. And so the first time I heard K-pop, I also was watching the videos. And so when I listened to them, I'm like, oh, they're doing the little dances and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. There is, like, totally a visual aspect to it all. Um, I mean, K-pop was bred for that, you know? It's like, cause, like, because it came up really, like, in the late 80s, 90s era, like, it off-ripped. It was just this, like, you know, visual slash um, sonic element to everything. And they always keep that in mind. And it makes it catchier when you think about the dances that they do. Yeah, definitely. Track by track, like, what's your favorite track off of Obsession? I really like Obsession. I really like Obsession. Yup. That's a fucking... Janet Jackson's fucking producer produced that. It's a good song. It's like, that song could very easily be stuck in my so, head. So, I'm with Mason. We're eating uptown at a restaurant before we go to the Brandenburg Concertos. Uh, <laughs> we're enjoying, we're enjoying, we're enjoying. <laughs> Bro, this box wine has me a little, uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> but we're just having a good time. And um, Mason brought up Obsession. And I'm like, I just want to... I just want to speak on her name for a second. Okay, word. Speak on the good Lord's name for five seconds. Mason, what are your initial thoughts on Obsession? I'm obviously obsessed. (laughs) I'm like, without question, I feel like this is just like the, for me, kind of like the quintessential peak of like some of this like, like late 90s, early 2000s R&B that like really just kind of like... I don't know, they've been hard, they've been kind of channeling for a minute, but, like, I really think is, like, exemplified in, like, a lot of the harmonies in this one, and then also just, like, the sheer fun of, like, some of the tracks, too, just really, like, I feel like they, like, like, accomplished something, and they knew it, and, like, Mm -hmm. that's how it really... Yeah. yeah, no, I it's agree. It's a celebratory record more than anything, you know. I, like celebratory like, is the best yeah, way to put it. No, I was, I don't know if I, I don't remember. I was no. so stoned when we were recording some of the episode, <laughs> but like I, <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> literally, literally, like it goes both ways. It goes both ways. <laughs> but I also don't know if I said this ever, but like this record is so much fun, and I can tell that they're having so much fun. They're gagging at this concept too. Yeah. They are like, girl, XXO, like this is crazy, and I'm like, don't. 
dope, right? Yes. Isn't it? Truly. It's so much fun. And I think that they're finally in a place where they're comfortable. I mean, you have to be when you're missing members, right? Yeah, like, no, absolutely. That totally makes sense. So, like, yeah. I completely agree with that. It's just, like, groove and, like, going into Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. Like, yeah, just yeah, yeah. to, I feel like those back-to-back have been ones that I've had on repeat. And then, I mean, there's just so many... So many moments. <laughs> like, just like nonstop. I always yeah. forget about that song, but it's oh, so yeah, iconic. I that is the one that I actually genuinely cried <laughs> like the first time that I listened to that. Like it's just such a joyful kind mm-hmm. of like throwback energy to kind of like I would even like just like Michael around kind of like rock with you era. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like just out of like Jackson Five kind a of a little bit of off the wall. Yeah, right? it's definitely off the wall energy on that one, totally. and like. Just the introduction with the hits, you know? Yeah. Like, hey! <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it just, like, it's such an infectious thing. It, it just, totally. it, like, yeah. Mm. It just, yeah, I don't know. No, I completely agree. Yeah. No, it's beautiful. I mean, like, it also rounds out so beautifully with butterfly effect, you know? Mm. That song is so full body. Yeah, absolutely. So full body. Absolutely. She was serving. Mm-hmm. She was serving me a little bit of, um, a little <laughs> bit of, um, Ashley Graham with that body. Ooh. I was like, okay. <laughs> I was yeah. like, okay, iconic. It's just so atmospheric and like beautiful. So much of the album is so atmospheric. Yeah, no, absolutely. I'm also just like Jim Joyce, like the production. Right. It was just like Janet Jackson's producer was, was like, like Yeah. <laughs> truly. I mean, okay, that was okay. I think with um Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Uh that song in particular, not Butterfly, but uh, da, 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 uh Yeah yeah yeah. No, yeah, hey uh Non-stop? Non-stop. It reminds me of that song, not obviously in production, or just like, I feel like an atmosphere of feeling with um, Broken Hearts Heal off of Janet Jackson's Unbreakable, which Mm. was something that I was definitely playing back-to-back with those two, just Mm -hmm. because I feel like there's just such a like... There's a performative nature to it, Mm -hmm. in like those two Mm -hmm. kind of... Obviously, it's all a performance, but like, it just like... Oh, that, that, those were the two connections I was making when I was listening No, to totally. It. I mean, that totally makes sense, where it's yeah. just like, I mean, the concept of XO and then XXO, mm-hmm. and the way that this album is divided by those lines, where the first half is XXO, right, right, right. and then like the rest of it is XO being extremely sweet. Yeah. Never before so, in, yeah. seen sweet. Like, right, right. Just un, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. not even canon sweet, really. Right, right. No, it isn't. It's like very... It's so, of- it is very performative. It's mm-hmm. Very, very cute, mm-hmm. which is so crazy. Very <laughs> yeah, this bitch said very. <laughs> no, that's so true. It's very, it's very coochie face emoji. Yeah, um, which is so gorgeous. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, no, I know. I've been, I've literally. I've been listening to Obsession, like, way too much. Mm. That was the only track that I, like, have listened to. Just, like, it has prohibited me from listening to the other tracks, like, Mm. as much as I should. Right. I mean, like, it's such a strong release in and of itself. Right, exactly. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's hard to to move on from other tracks when all the tracks are just truly so, oh, Mm. just, oof. In it. Mm Mm-hmm, right? Truly. Oh. Okay. Well, that's not on that. I, that's not on that. <laughs> Listen, I don't know what else we could say about this track. Listen, I, it was crazy. I was listening to Hit Parade 
earlier today. Ooh, wait, is it a new episode or? It's like a, it's a the bridge episode. Oh, okay, word. But basically, what was being said? A major question because they did like a decade roundup, basically. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm, yes, that's a really good episode. Because there are a lot of things I forgot <laughs> that came out this word. year. But of course, they only follow like the Billboard chart, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Right. But what was interesting was that the main like takeaway <laughs> was the fact that Rihanna ruled the decade, basically. Yeah, with only what was it? How many releases? Honestly, she. I mean, what? It's a pretty like. Rated R came out like 2009, 2008. Right. So that wasn't part of this, but everything after that was a part of this, which was like probably four albums. Four albums, yeah, yeah, truly. So. A lot more prolific than like, I think obviously the absence I speak sounds a lot, you know. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. A lot louder than the other. I don't know what Mm. I'm saying, but yeah, no, but um. The vibes, right? No, completely. You know the fucking vibes. (laughs) (laughs) But. But basically what was said was that Rihanna is like, you know, the artist of the decade, basically, because she has 14 number one hits yeah. in this, like, so crazy. like, she has 14 number one hits in the 2000s, like, period, right. mm-hmm. um, which the Beatles have 20 number one Billboard Hot 100 yeah. hits, so, like, right. it's you just know, like, like, she did, she put in work, yeah. one could say, yeah. <laughs> one yeah. could say she absolutely put in work, um, and it was funny because a lot of the response, apparently, was the fact that people were like what about Beyonce mm-hmm. and which was a fair question and he was like yeah no I totally I like Chris Malimpi was like yeah I totally agree with that like Beyonce yeah. was a completely influential artist that needed to exist in this decade and completely right, right, exist right. took reign etc etc yeah. but at the same time she became less of a single artist and more of an album artist which I was like very true. No, point, I mean, point secured. And to round it back out to like, exactly, to bring it back to EXO, right, they brought out another, a third bottle of wine. Yes. Iconic. There we go. I love them. <laughs> I love these people. Shout out to the cottage. <laughs> out to the cottage. Um, sponsored by the cottage. Um, but what was so, to bring it back to EXO is the fact that like a lot of people sort of look at this whole genre of K-pop and they're sort of like, oh, like, you know, if you're not charting on Billboard, et cetera, et cetera. And it's like, no, that's an extremely hard thing to do, first and foremost. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's also, there are so many different Billboard charts. Mm-hmm. First and mm-hmm. second and second, and second most. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, but then also, like, members of EXO have charted on the Billboard like mm-hmm. charts, you know? That's right. iconic. And then that also doesn't notify anything in terms of, like, quality, you know? Like, no, your group no. can chart number one in, like, whatever Billboard chart. Mm-hmm. That doesn't exactly mean that it's the best product. I mean, like, we've seen Taylor Swift do that how many times? Yeah, like, no, and I'm not saying, like, would Old Town Road truly be the best I, album uh, exact, or the best track right, of, of 2019, really? Yeah. You know, like, there are so many other cultural things. Phenomena, yeah. Cultural phenomena, yeah. Right. I was about to say, there are so many different things within the culture that set people up to have number ones. Right. So, like, that's not a whole thing. I think what's important is, like, seeing an artist get to a point where they can develop and release a full, cohesive piece of work. Mm-hmm. Which, I, I, you know, some people appreciate, and people who have, like, artistic backgrounds, I think, inherently sort of understand that concept of, like, yeah, this is beyond just, like, recognition from other people. This is more so 
what can we release and be proud of and always look back at and right. be like, yeah, that was dope. That was actually a moment. But I think obsession is like totally like that's a marker of just like they don't care. They're yeah. in that. They're yeah, like no. they're like girl, that's what I care about. I yeah, don't no, care about absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, you know, shout out to them. Exos had a great year. Yeah. A lot of solo stuff, a lot of group stuff. But so much. Mm-hmm. Like a huge body of work this year, which is mm-hmm. like this is crazy to me. I don't yeah. know. No, it's great. Yeah, very prolific here for them. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, that's gonna wrap this week up. Glad to be a fan. Yeah, I'm I'm glad to be a fan too. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> XOL Hive. Uh, but on that note, um, I think I'm gonna end the episode here. Um, you can follow us at hiphop underscore critical underscore yeah. <laughs> on Instagram and Twitter. We're also on Amino Apps. Um, you can follow me at mrgnhage.co.uk. I was like, what the hell is my handle? Um, you can follow Katrina at catnasty with two E's. Um, what else? You don't need to follow Mason on Twitter or Instagram because he doesn't use either of those I don't things anymore. Use anymore. <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter. I feel like my likes I don't I don't tweet shit but my likes are prolific. Like that is truly I think where I like shine. Yeah. So <laughs> wait, what's your what's your Twitter? If anything, it's Mason underscore Wilson. Exactly. There okay. Go. I got it. So we're gonna we're gonna sign off. Um, thank you guys. Bye. <laughs>